This is the Grey Area Podcast, talking all things rap and hip-hop from the UK to across the pond. The facts are black and white, but our opinions are somewhere in the middle. We're about the music, not the gossip. Positive more than negative. Quality over quantity. Substance is worth more than clickbait. Everybody picked their own top 10. Then, once we had that top 10, we went round in a randomised-ish order and if someone picked someone on your list, obviously, happy days, whatever. But if they didn't pick, you know, the highest person or the second highest person or the third highest person, then you put that person forward. Then once we had 12 picks, we had to cut two. It was a very, very difficult task to cut two people because certain people, <coughs> Sean, didn't want to lose their picks. And um, funnily enough, Alchemist wasn't on the list and neither was Beckham. <laughs> Hang on a minute, it wasn't my pick that went, though. I don't really remember. It was, uh, it was my it was pick. Kieran and Theo. The two yeah. people that cared but the I least think... about losing stuff. <laughs> but I think um, I think it was kind of collective, wouldn't it, with MF Doom? It was like, if it was a conversation about the greatest rapper producers, he'd definitely be in there. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Strictly beat making, he doesn't mm. quite have the catalogue that's as extensive or as widely impactful as the others. Yeah, he only makes beats for himself, so it's not really... Uh... Pretty much. Yeah. And goes yeah, yeah. the odd one. So, Ghostface, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shall we talk about why Pete Rock's not involved at all? Because he's trash. Oh, we don't need to bring. We don't need to bring that up again. Because he's trash, man. Wait, they hang on, they deserve to we know. We do not need to bring hang that on. up again. They no, deserve no, to know. Because Pete Rock's not in it. We man. can't do that. To he doesn't Pete need to be in there. We can't do that. To Pete. A lot of people will say him. Nah, Pete. No, you need. You need to recognise that some of the guys on the list were very much inspired. I'm not. In I'm not even no, backing no, no. Pete Rock. Okay, the criteria for the list ended up being: if this person made a song now, would it still bang? And that's how Pete Rock ended up out of the list. Facts. Rock, no one wants to I'm, hear I'm your glad he got an honorable mention though. Madden yeah. style beats. No one wants to hear that. So, looking at the bottom picks, or like, yeah, so the bottom picks that we've got, our number threes, I'm just going to say it now. I don't think, I don't know if we're ready to talk about Dilla and the Neptunes yet. No, because they're obviously, think, to, they're obviously like, to, the, no. to the top section of the list. Mm. They're going to come they're, higher. They're, 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 they're higher. Definitely. Dilla's higher. I'm sorry. There's no way. Should, should we keep it 100? Like, no should we keep it 100 about who I think is probably ended up in the bottom? And this is the problem with this top 10, yeah? Because these are all great producers, yeah? It's going to mm-hmm. be what? Just Blaze. Yeah. And possibly, like, Rizza. I don't want to say no, DJ Premier. It's one of these three people. It has to be one of these three people. It's no ID if you're going to say another one. If you're going to say another name. It's no ID. 100%. It's no ID. Yeah, I'm thinking we talk about Just Blaze and no ID. Oh my God. You guys. It's not Rizza. You can back your man. There's no point because no ID should be in the top five. It should be tough. Ah, that's too high, man. That's too high. Let's start. Let's start there. Are you looking at this list? Let's start there. That's too Sam, stop. I was on your way. No ID should at least be number five or number six, man. No, he's too. That's too high, man. How does that make it too high? It is too high. There is five better producers than no ID. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's why I said five or number six. He can't be bottom. He can't be bottom. No, he's not bottom. He's not bottom. Definitely who's not bo- bottom. Ah, okay, okay, but, okay. No, just so, no, Blaze no, no, no. bottom. Okay. If I'm gonna have to okay. say it, and who's, I love just Blaze. Who's the bottom? Then? Just, just, just Blaze. Oh. Yeah, just Blaze number ten. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. he doesn't have an album. Though. He doesn't have an album. Yeah, what the others do? 
Mm. Well, I was going to say the difference I found between Just Blaze and No ID is that I've said this to you before. Just Blaze had an incredible run where it was mm. just hit after hit after hit, and he's been a part of some classic albums and whatnot. And he's still got it today. You still get the odd one here and there, but I feel like No ID's longevity. Um, if you think about the early '90s with Common, sort of his sort of commercial run, early to mid 2000s, people like G Unit, Pliers, Bow Wow, you know, big records. Then working with Kanye, Jay Z, moving into the, some of the newer guys at the time like Drake, Big Sean, Pusha T when he went solo, and then to, to sort of, you know, do, you know, create whole albums for someone like Vince Stables, and then of course 444, Jay Z. I don't know whether Just Blaze has got longevity like that with his career i don't know if you agree or not but i don't no, know ideas evolved i think no i, I agree yeah. that was good that was actually yeah. a good explanation because remember how i was arguing the point with just blaze and we had this discussion before but the way you've articulated it just there makes sense not gonna lie mm. and kieran raises a good point as well i didn't even just blaze hasn't got an album all the rest do so i, I mean that's not it's yeah. not a dig on Just Blaze because Just Blaze beats are unbelievable and, and there's yeah. no denying that. But the longevity <clears throat> of No ID and his work, I, I agree with that. Definitely Just Blaze. Yes, I know some. Yep, yeah, we're playing Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> no, great beat, but yeah, unfortunately, he's going to have to come at number 10. Just, just, to, just, just to give a, just you guys a, a teaser of what, of what we voted to the bottom. It's not no play playlist. It's a serious fucking list, man. And this guy made it to the bottom of the yeah, list. Yeah. It's it's a shame because when I think of Just Blaze, I think of the king of anthems. But if you want an anthem on your album, or like especially the sort of early to mid two thousands, he, he was the anthem guy. Yeah. The percussion, the horns, the orchestra, the, the way he would ah oh, brilliant, and, amazing energy it's, as well. He's got a lot of energy. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a shame. But I also felt like when he had his, even when he had his run, I don't know if he was ever number one at any any point. I feel like Kanye definitely was, the Neptunes definitely were. I don't know if Just Blaze was ever number one. Like uh, numero as well, Let's be honest. Public appeal, yeah, when it comes to producers, I don't know if many people know Just Blaze, but your average person that may have heard a hip-hop song will know Kanye West, Pharrell, German. You know, they'll know some of these people mm. that are going to end up in the top five. And that has to be yeah. taken into consideration is is the yeah, yeah. the reach of that artist. Oh, producer, sorry. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Did Just Kanye co-produce um, Touch the Sky? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I was going to say that's like the most iconic tune there, but it's kind of nah. to do with Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's more Kanye's vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel like Just Blaze would yeah. have would have either done the sample or the drums, and Kanye. Would I think have he come did the horns, right? Yeah, and Kanye would have come in and, and probably mm. touched everything on there and, and made it into what it is now. That's one thing I wanted yeah. to discuss. Actually, like it's harsh. A lot of the tunes we pick, um, the producers we pick, they're done like collab productions, and it's yeah. actually really hard to know like. What part of it they've done? Oh, yeah. well, no, I was yeah. researching. Yeah, I was doing a lot like, of research, and you didn't know who was doing who. That um, that that no, was really annoying me. Like, look but, at but no who, no ideas career. Yeah. It's like all collapse. Yeah, I, I don't loads. even know what's what anymore. I feel like he did it's a lot bad. of the sample chopping. I feel like that's what no ideas is really good at. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, a lot of these producers on this list are actually no. Let's not lie. About five or six of these producers, no ID, Just Blaze, Madlib, Premier. Rizza, Dre to an extent, and Kanye maybe. So maybe six or seven of them are big sample flippers. Mm. Oh my shit, oh, Diller as well, sorry. Yeah, they're big sample flippers. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I, I uh, are they all samplers? Not everybody. Timberland don't really sample 
too yeah. much. Those Arabian ones, though. Yeah, yeah, I saw that going around on Twitter recently. But to be honest, he like he makes a lot of beats. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like a lot of sounds. Yeah. He's more of a programmer, right? Yeah, kind of, kind of. Like he's like the poor man's Neptunes. He beatboxes a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> but let's just let's get let's get to that bit when we get there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Hang on. So we've got we've got Just Plays Ten, and we've just spoke about No ID. Yep. Should we go on to the Neptunes and Timberland and see where they fall? Where Timberland, they fall? Timberland goes above the Neptunes every time. Yeah, I, I wasn't like, expecting yeah. you to say that though, because you just said he's a poor man. Oh no, yeah, I yeah. wasn't exactly. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, but Timberland, Timberland's made some. It, like Tim, Timberland has a very distinct sound that was copied. No one really copied the Neptune sound, and that and that's what I was saying before about taking into account the wider public sound. Timberland changed drums forever. Mm. Mm-hmm. so a couple things that I think of for both of them with Timberland I feel like he is it's it's quite easy to forget how left field and different he was because his sound became so mainstream if that makes sense but that's the thing like people, people jacked, his, so people many jacked his sound but when he first came out he was doing some really different stuff with like the drum patterns and the, the melodies and the weird just the weird noises that he would put into things and he's someone if we talk about um, you know sort of crafting and curating a whole project for artists. He was doing that early, you know, when we're Definitely. talking about Missy later on with Justin Timberlake, um, someone that evolved with the times as well. He hasn't really, he, he didn't really, um, I wouldn't say he kind of maintained that last decade. Yeah, he, he definitely had moments sort of towards the first half of the decade, he's, but he's, he has fizzled off a bit, I'd say. But, he's still making um, music now. That's not bad. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, yeah. I, no, I, no one's listening to it. I haven't listened to it. No, no one's listened to a Timberland beat, but I'm but, pretty sure they're out yeah, there. Yeah, his originality. His originality is what would maybe put him ahead of the Neptunes. But the thing I'd say about the Neptunes is, is at one point, I think it was maybe, what, 2002, 2003, they were like untouchable. Untouchable. Wasn't they had a longer run. There was a point where they had too, like a high percentage of the top 40 was a, was a Neptune's track. Or some yeah, I've read this recently. Statistic like that, yeah. Wasn't yeah, that for, the same 43. with Timberland though? Because they co-produced a lot of those top 40s with Timberland anyway. I don't know that part. Timberland, uh, I no, sorry, I didn't know that uh, part the Neptunes, either. the Neptunes, um, apparently 43% of records on the radio in 2003 US radio were Neptunes produced. Oh, that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I heard. It's crazy. crazy I heard it numbers. from Pharrell in, a, in his um, he has a podcast now called Other Tone. Shout out to them, man. You man are shit, yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean? We was doing it before you, but whatever. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's what he said. Something, some man statistic like that. Yeah. And the other thing I'd say about the Neptunes as well is, is, um, Whilst they may not have been as original as Timberland, they definitely had a distinctive sound that you knew when it was them playing. But mm. also, the I thought like the variety of artists that they produced for. If you think, obviously, they were big in the hip hop world and the rap world, but they kind of like they kind of um, what's the word? Reinvented pop stars as well. If you think about what Justin Timberlake was like, and then when he started doing records with them, what Britney Spears was like, the sort of teenage girl to then do a song like "I'm a Slave." Like completely changed their image, and that was them. That was it. Produced that, produced that record. Nah, but Timberland and the Neptunes have a lot of overlap with the artists they've worked with. Like I'm sure, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah, yeah. Timberland has a Gwen yeah. Stefani track, but I know it's, that they have one. The Neptunes have one with Gwen Stefani, and I feel like mm. 
the, that's why I edge. The reason why I'm edging Timberland above the Neptunes is the Neptunes' biggest mm. songs are actually their pop songs, whereas Timberland's biggest songs are his hip hop slash R and B urban music. You know, that's why I'm. Edging that's the thing we're doing. Them. We're doing a hip hop list. That, that I was considering that as well. Yeah, yeah. Your artists have done a lot of pop music yeah. and like R and B stuff, but we're trying to yeah. talk hip hop. Yeah, that that's yeah, what yeah. I'm edging it for. As well, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm saying as well with Timberland, his his impact on just drums in general is still heard to this day. In mm-hmm. in like the fact that kick drums are just deep and beefy, like no one's really making Neptune's type music. Like it's not it's not yeah. what's going on now. Like yeah, there's room for people to make shit like that now. Yeah, like Tyler the Creator, right? Yeah, He's yeah. Quite inspired by Neptune's. Definitely. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. Um, no, I, I, I think I'm personally swaying towards, even though you know I prefer the Neptunes, but I think I think Timberland edges it. Yeah, um, I, I would say the same I, then thing. Then I start thinking about like the Clips records and in context oh, of of what the conversation is, it, it that's where it ends up going, doesn't it? That Timberland's above. Yeah, yeah. So then where does where does No ID fit in there? No, I guess number he's nine. Below, he's yeah. below. Oh no, he's below them. Yeah. Honestly, so have we got no, we got No ID number nine then. Possibly. That's what I'm seeing. It's it's either it's, yeah. it's either that Neptune's or not Neptune's. Sorry, it's No ID, Rizzo or DJ Premier. That's realistically who. Stop these. Stop. No, 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 Get vexed, but we slid, we slid in no idea number nine. So we got so what is Neptune's number eight then from Timberland? Yeah, that's above him at the minute. Hold yeah, on, I'm trying to do a thing here. <laughs> so we put no yeah, idea. That's basic. There we go. Classic. And uh, who are we put at number seven, eight? Sorry. I think Neptune's. I think, well, Neptune's and then Timberland. Yeah. Oh I think. my god, this list is abysmal already. <laughs> Man, we've got some we've got some big names to come. This is what I'm saying. I'm not even gonna bother to play any songs from these two just because it's just disrespectful. Right. Well well I'm I'm happy at this point because there's only one name on here that I was a bit precious about who I wanted to be at least at least sixth, and that was Dilla. That was the person I Yeah, I, I, I feel like Dilla's gonna end up in a very um very high place. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I've got a lot to say about Dilla. But okay, so Dilla, if you if you all agree that Dilla goes higher, then who who do we talk about next? Who is it's got to be Rizzo or Premier, let's man. Let's stop let's fucking get, Let's about. just get to Rizzo. Let's sorry, get to Rizzo. Ha- I'm not having this. I'm sorry, I'm okay, not having this. Okay, slap, slap oh, Dre or Kanye down there. Oh. No, you can't. No, no, Dre or Kanye not, is not going down, but I'm not having this, like, Rizzo and <laughs> <Yeah, what laughs> DJ that, Premier what, at six. What is that? I'm not having that. Honestly, I would put Dilla and Madlib yeah, to discuss next, what, just because Dilla's got a smaller catalogue. Kieran's on my page. Kieran is on my page. I'm liking it. I am liking it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Dilla's in the top five, man. There's two like what he's left. what he done what he's done is incredible, but like the catalog is so much smaller. Like mm. then even like no ID Neptune's a Timberland that we already mentioned. Do you know what I mean? We're already putting them above yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, nah, I know what you mean. I, in fact, that that was the one thing I was going to say about Diller is the only thing he doesn't have compared to most here is that he it's a shorter time frame and yeah. he didn't sort of transcend through errors like a, a Dre did or even a Kanye. But I mean. If we're talking about Jay Diller, what he did in that short space of time, 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out. I'm not saying he was the the best musician out of everyone here. In terms of his technical ability, with the very little equipment that he used at times, it's unbelievable. It's this unbelievable. is what I'm saying. Like what he could do with just an MPC and a synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Jay Diller influenced Kanye West. Might have influenced yep. Madlib. Do you know what I mean? He... he influenced Pete Rock, and he was influenced by Pete Rock. Nobody. <laughs> Mad, no, nobody's nobody's Mad. talking about Pete Rock, but I still just said. <laughs> you get what oh, I mean. I can't believe the slam. Oh, but it's, oh, it's honestly, it's, it's Don't worry, Pete Rock. I got your back. So good. I'm not. I'm not happy with Dilla going at number six. If who was he up against? Madly. No, I honestly slide Madly um, into number it, six, and I won't complain. I think Madly six and Dilla's yeah. five. That's that's my yeah. personal pick. Sure. Really? I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm happy that mm. no, I'm happy with that. The reason no, why I'm I mean saying, I'm happy with it because I love Dilla, but then I'm thinking Madlib. Madlib can't go any higher than this. He can't. Why? Because Mad you guys refuse to put Premier or Rizza in the bottom oh, six. Sorry. You refuse to do this. So it can't happen. I would Let's like to see Madlib at number there. five, number four, but you guys are just bullshitting around. Uh, uh, pushing, so, so Sam, where would you put where would you put uh, Madlib and Dilla then? Four and five. Dilla at five, Madlib at four. Then you really know what wow. the top three is. Damn, I'm not mad at that though. So who's going six for you then? Premier or Rizza? I was, ha- I was happy oh, to have the nine. Why is it interchangeable though? I, I don't get it. it. It's not fucking mad to me. It's, <laughs> got, it's got to be one or the other. No, it's got to be one or the other. The thing is... I'd, I'd put I'm Premier, I'd put Premier down there. Even though DJ oh, Premier is a, geez, is a big deal, man. yeah? In the argument of like what I deem to be eternal bangers, I don't think DJ Premier has as many as the people that would come above him on that list. Is it... The repetition as well, because I feel like that's his biggest flaw. Like yep. his beats are very repetitive and samey, like throughout. They do evolve and develop and get better, but there is like this lack of. Talking about Primo. Yeah, there's a lack of like difference. Honestly, there's there's Devil's Pie. I kind of know what I kind of know what you're talking about, Kieran. But at the same time, is some of the beats he's made are just unreal. Yeah, they slap. They do slap. Yeah, I was just gonna say that he, uh, sometimes, like sometimes, being a sort of looper, you know, creating a loop gets criticised because it's repetitive. But his loops have been so infectious throughout his whole career. But it doesn't get boring when you're listening to it. Mm. And it's like the epitome of creating a beat for the rapper. It's like here's this beat. You do your thing on it. And, and how many classic records has, has uh, Primo been a part of as well? I've literally shown of... you the list of it now. There's a it's... lot of classics. Yeah. It's a hell of a lot of classics. He, and... like, he is hip hop. That's true. Oh, that's I ain't gonna lie. New, he's, actually, New York. Wait. he's New York, really. This that's what I mean, above the clouds. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. But this beat ain't all that, this though. No, it's not. I know, but it's... I know, because I was listening to this before the call and I was even thinking the same thing, but it's still, I don't know, even though it's not that hard, it still draws you in, doesn't it? It's still, yeah, it's, it's still doing something. It's still infectious. But I feel it's like still it's doing one of those ones with you. Where the beat is not, oh, actually, no, nah, New York State of Mind. Yeah, but look, have you seen Kicking the Door, man? Ten, ten crack come on. Can I just say something? Okay, wait, no, say no, wait, wait. Premier's got to go in the top five now. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. You have to look at it like this as well, like, he when he when he first came out when he first kind of made it big when he was doing the Gangstar records and the early nineties records yeah he redefined the New York sound at that point and from that point on even to this day even though there are loads of different New York artists that sound like they're from Atlanta and down south and whatnot when people think New York they think boom bap and DJ Premier is the the epitome of boom bap but that, that he 
how many producers after that came after him were inspired by him? Yes, that's what you got to think about. Yeah, exactly. I think um, yeah, he has to be. No, that, well, that's in my mind. He was always top five for me. But then I can't have Rizzo at six either, though. That's no, the problem. I, I cannot I have Rizzo at six. No, no, wait, wait. Let's be, let's be, let's be real critical Rizzo's here. Yeah. Look at the bottom half of the list. Yeah, we've got Timberland and the Neptunes at seven and eight. Yeah, I say we bump Neptunes Timberland up to. Yeah, so so Tim Lam will be six, Neptunes will be seven, and we put Madlib in at number eight. Oh, I'm, I don't like that, man. Well, it's got to go some way. It's got to go some way, man. I'm, I'm not know hating from... that because, like, it makes the most sense. They're crazy producers. They're they're powerhouse producers. They've worked with every single name. Like, I was trying to make a highlights list, but when it got to them, they've worked with everybody. Not the other producers the, haven't done the that. The only reason I'm saying this is, yeah, because of what Theo and Sean just said about Premier, yeah, he can't be in number six or number five, and neither can Madlib really. Madlib has to go further down the list. Looking at the list, he goes above Just Blaze and No ID, but does he go yeah, above definitely. the Neptunes in Timberland? I don't think he does. I don't. The only think thing Madlib is, does. though, Sam, Sam, just consider this though: Mad Villainy, Pinata, and Bandana are mad albums. Yeah, they're mad albums. Yeah, but it's once again we're talking about the mass appeal thing and and about short. Was it Sean or Theo? Somebody said they changed the sound of New York music. Yeah, that's, Sean that's said it. Yeah, no, yeah, Sean, true, and, it, and it is true primo. about Primo. Yeah, that's that is. True. Yeah, that that is a good point. Oh man, this is. I'm not using his point bro. against it. I'm, what I'm saying is, like, for, na- for now, yeah, it, Rizzo and DJ Premier, yeah, neither of them belong in five or six. Realistically, they need to be battling for four and five. Yeah, yeah see, this is where I saw it. That's a, yeah, exactly. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's just, oh, Madlib at eight. Oh, I, I can't see what you mean. If but we put Madlib at six, though, it's <laughs> disrespectful, huh? It burns a bit with Madlib, I'm not going to lie. But it does. Madlib, if we put Madlib at six, I feel that's just disrespectful to, to the other two below them. It's true. You know what? The thing is, though, I'm I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you now because I'm I'm struggling to uh, come up with reasons why. Um, I feel like Madlib is as influential to the underground as, say, Primo is to just New York hip hop in general. But obviously, New York hip hop in general is a is a wider. Yeah, that's a, that's their big export exactly. is, is, um, is hip hop from New York. But Madlib is, I mean, I know, I know you know this, Kieran, as well. But there's, there's so much more than Mad Villainy and the, and the Freddie mm. Gibbs records. So much more. Oh but, yeah, of course there is. Yeah, yeah. But if we're taking, but if we're taking in everything into account, then maybe I've, well, yeah, I might have to just take a hit here and say Madlib goes at eight. It just don't feel right. <laughs> oh, it doesn't <laughs> feel right at all. It doesn't feel right. But this is, you know, this is a top ten list. Top ten list ain't easy, there. boy. They're all Pop great. Yeah. So. Madlib is now at number eight. So right now it's Just Blaze at ten, No ID at nine, Madlib at eight, The Neptunes at seven, and Timberland at six. Okay, top mm-hmm. five battle. I wish I had the Drake top five thing, but I don't. Should have said that for Timberland as well. Oh, shit. <sighs> number five. I, honestly, it's between Dilla and Premier as yeah. fifth place. As yeah, as much as you know, if it was a personal top three, then Dilla's in there. But I think Dilla may have to go at five just because of the. It's it's sad, but he just he wasn't around long enough. Which is out of what's left. It's, it has to be. Yeah. it has yeah. to be him because of what we said about the small catalog thing. But can we can we just can we talk a little bit about him just in general and maybe play a couple of records because some of the stuff he did, some of the stuff that he influenced is is unreal. And I don't like. I know Sam. Obviously, you you make 
beats on, you know, you've used some good programs and whatnot, but if you think about it, have you ever heard when people say, oh, Dilla's drums, Dilla's drums were the best. Yeah. And I remember when people first used to say that, I used to be one of those people who go, yeah, yeah, Dilla's drums, but I didn't know what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then over time, <laughs> and then over time I worked, you know, I did the research and I listened to the records, I worked it out. And he did something on the MPC that a lot of people didn't do, which was take away quantization. He didn't use it. Yeah. And Sam, you know what quantization is, don't you? Do you all know what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for the listeners that don't know, it yeah. quantization keeps your drums in time. But he's done yeah. a thing where basically he didn't want his drums to be in time. He wanted them to be a little bit out. Yeah. He took it away. And and I remember listening to Questlove talk about it uh, on a lecture. And bear in mind, Questlove is like one of the great drummers of his generation, the go-to drummer in hip-hop, and was established at this point. And he said when he first was working with Diller and he was doing that, it like completely changed his his outlook on drumming. And then fast forward a few years, you get Voodoo, which is one of the greatest soul albums of all time. And Questlove was drumming all over that. But he said, and he credits Dilla for changing his outlook on drums and the way he played drums. And you just think, to do that to someone that's already kind of a master in their field is unreal. And all we used to do was use a little MPC. That was it. Drums. Yeah, I was trying to think what the best example was of of the drums, and it was that for me. And that album, Donuts, is personally to me not just one of the best hip hop albums, but one of the best instrumental albums I've ever heard. It's it's unreal, man. And do you know that he he produced twenty nine out of the thirty one tracks on his hospital bed, what and then died that, three man? days after it was released. That is. Yeah, I did not know that. That's yeah, mad. Man had to, man had to get that out. Man had that to get the fucking mad. beats out before he could go. You know, he I did like, not know. Crazy. I did not know that. That's that's crazy. That is. And sorry, one more because I'm I'm banging on this. It's, I think it's becoming apparent how much I love Dilla. But he, what he did with um, samples and the way he chopped them, like you know how with a lot of tracks, a lot of producers they'll have a big board in front of them. They'll have samples, but they'll also you know do their own string arrangements, their own drum pad. They'll, you know there'll be many different things. Sometimes Dilla would just have a sample and chop it up in a way where the lyrics changed, where the, the whole the song just sounded different. Like Sam, can you play um, "Don't Cry"? just do a hell of a lot with very little unfortunately he has to go down there but you know what i feel like he influenced at least three people that are going to end up in the top five yeah i definitely agree with that definitely yeah like kanye for sure kanye would not have chopped samples this way that's the thing when you hear kanye's uh, music you can definitely see that he was influenced by jay Dilla. 100 percent, 100 yeah and if you listen to guys like knowledge or ninth wonder Oh yeah, yeah, Martin, yeah, you hear it all over. Even, you know, his his influence on lo-fi hip hop is huge, and lo-fi hip hop goes beyond just like rap fans. We're talking about like even anime. Well, there's there's whole radio stations on YouTube dedicated mm. to it now. Yeah, mm. where it's beats that sound literally like that. 
and remind sorry i've got to give him a mention but i always forget how to pronounce his name the japanese producer the other oh, guy that passed new, away new, new jabez or new jabbies i don't know yeah, i never heard two of together their uh their influence on lo-fi hip-hop's insane so yeah so i had to fanboy a little bit with dilla yeah rest in peace man. incredible okay this is where it's difficult nitty gritty on the count of three everybody should just say who they think should go at number four oh man that's difficult oh man why are you doing this to me I'm going to count I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it yeah alright ready one two three Rizzo Kanye West can't. Nah, I'm joking. He's lying, he's lying, he's lying, he's lying. This guy lying, is such a wind-up. Like, what's a wind-up? Kieran's face. Kieran's face. What's a wind-up? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Um, Rizzo. You yeah, were meant to Rizzo. say Rizzo, but you just decided to be a... Tr- he lent in as well, like one little bitch. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Rizzo. Someone uh, someone fanboy yes. over Rizzo. Do, do what Sean did for Dilla. Play Last Kiss Goodnight. That shocked me. Jeez, oh, man, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say to you, Kim. We don't even need to talk Wu Tang beats, man. Like, this is that speech is disgusting, un- unbelievable. I make your mouth peace, obese like Della Reese. When I release, you lose teeth like little C's. Nigga, please, blood flood your dungarees. And that's just the half on my war path. Laugh now, cry later. I rhyme greater than the average player hater and spectators. He looks this determined is my favorite being ruthless. Something heroic. This is, this is hard. There's a courage about it. Doesn't look like a killer. I'm having second thoughts. Comes across so calm. <laughs> Acts like he has a dream. Full of passion. You don't trust me, huh? I love the sound you know as well. That's trust what I'm me. saying. I do. All of this is what I'm supposed to trust anyone. Into him, maybe anyway. making it number three. No, look, play, yeah, it's ice cream. No, it's ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream, man. It's the one. He's not number four. He's number three. Yeah, but, but she. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. We can't even play that too much. Oh my god. No, Why is he number three, four? Man. Why is no, he number four? four? Why is he number two saying, or something? Why did we all say it? Do you know what it is? Do you know why I do these things? Because it's hilarious to me. I just love chaos. No, but... The thing is, we're, we're, we're all doing this now, and obviously, because I'm now even considering it myself that Riz is number three, but then you'll start listening to Primo stuff and you'll start you'll start thinking, oh, yeah, so it's because we're listening to Riz right now. You could do okay. the same thing with Primo. <laughs> you're I'm right, you're serious. right. Yeah. You're right, Theo. So I've got some stuff to say about Riz. So should we, should we play some, yeah. some Primo? And then well there's 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 whole there's whole playlists of Rizza versus Primo. Should we just yeah. quickly yeah, put yeah, it on shuffle? Look. Rizza's versatile as fuck though, like that's something to consider. This is a Rizza yeah. beat. 
Oh, come off Fuck it. that. Shadow and some premiere for contrast. Yo, this is your host with the most, the grand high exalted, never faulted, known as Guru, sticking it to you. And this your co-host with the co-most, the mystic, majestic, left, right, left kid, J. Ru, the damager. Hey, yo, son. Yo, what's up, son? I heard some crabs all in it, talking about how you drink 40s and this and this and that. Uh, tell me what you feel about that. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Hey, yo, come here, speed up this track and I'm going to drop the latest facts. As I deliver on the ease and walk around with my head up, I'm dead up serious, so don't be... This is the problem now. Curious motherfuckers always want to know what makes me tick. I pull the phrase out quick. This is difficult. Primo had that kind of, you know, when the old re- the needle on the old record and that hissing mm. sound, he had mm. that real vintage filtered. Something I was, in fact, Kieran, I'm gonna, I might let you go ahead because you said something similar to what I was gonna say about Riz's versatility. Yeah. I think you said, yeah. Like, you have to you just listen it. to, if you listen to every Wu-Tang album, it's like, how does he keep it engaging from top to finish? And I feel like Riz's album's production is actually more engaging than the Gangstar albums too. Mm. See, I was gonna say, we we didn't really live through it. We were too young, but obviously we've done the we've done the the history and whatnot. I think it's we have to remember how flipping huge Wu Tang were at one point, and how far beyond hip hop they went as well culturally. White um, people, yeah, but like weird white people, <laughs> all sorts of white people, all sorts. But just the name Wu, the symbol, the. But then you think about the the out. He didn't just. Um, he didn't just have his own sound. Like, he created sounds for each artist, each solo. Like, yeah, that's well. the mad thing about it. That is that is so true. Like alternative hip hop, I feel like he actually is the creator of that alternative hip hop sound. It sounds so boom bap when we listen to it, but that, that's weird music. Like the mm-hmm. kung fu stuff, the weird sounds that he puts in, yeah. like every beat he crafts is based on like a weird sound. And how does it yeah. work with this weird sound here? Sometimes it's not yeah. even music, but like it works as a song because mm-hmm. it like, it's just like these sounds working it's together. Right. So yeah, crazy. I don't think very you get, true. Uh, I don't think you get an LP and like Def Jux and all that sort of stuff without a RZA, to be honest. And we can't forget how it kind of, he was a kind of pioneer, well, not, maybe not a pioneer, but he was very much a, a leading figure of the horrorcore sound as well, with the grave diggers and stuff like that. So, um, and then he he scored the scores he's done for films. Yeah, I wanted to do a counterpoint though. Um, like obviously Riz is so great, especially that '90s period he had. But like, I do feel like he weakened from like. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I feel like. Um, I don't know, I just feel like he kind of fell off, not too hard, but he wasn't as good as his 90s from like 2000 onwards. See, that's a very interesting point. Because DJ Premier, like, he's still going. Two years ago, like, yeah, exactly. Well, two. all you need to listen to is, um, what's the what's the song that they did with J. Cole? And that's still, that, that beat's oh. still back. Yeah. That, that yeah. is a mad, mad Yeah, that's, beat. now that beat is unbelievable. What is it now? I need to find that beat. It was on that list, Sam. I can't remember what it's called now. That's, that's I just got it very wrong. Beat. I just said something very wrong. No, but <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said moment of truth. Like, that's, that's not the song. <laughs> not at all. 
Uh, I wanted to say that family and loyalty. It's family and loyalty is the beat. That's the beat. And that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's in 2019. And he's still yeah. Kieran, you made a good point. Not everything, though. It's not everything. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Nah, I'm sorry. Rizzo stays <laughs> oh, where he is. Scratches. Scratches. We love. DJ Premier just called and he just said... Put some respect on my name. You got to put number three. You got to put my number three, man. And, and uh, Primo could make a weird beat as well. Like, have you ever heard Come Clean by Jay Roo? Mm, that is very... That's quite Rizzo. strange beat. That beat, yeah. Yeah, it's a strange beat. Um, hard. Yeah, um, DJ Premier is going to number three. Sorry, Rizzo, but you didn't you didn't do that. You didn't do any of that. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Rizzo's drums as well are crazy. It's crazy. Um, okay, so we've got. Should we just quickly breeze through everyone? Yeah. So okay. Number ten, Just Blaze. Number nine, No ID. Number eight, Madlib. Still stings. Number seven, The Neptunes. Number six, Timberland. Number five, Jay Diller. Number four, Rizza. Number three, DJ Premier. Jeez. Who's number two? I mean, oh no. It was always going to be these two, really, wasn't it? We it did was the battle. Gonna, it? We we done a battle, remember? And yeah, remember how that went. <laughs> that, that, that was that's a... what was going to make me lean towards what I want to say, <laughs> but I don't want to say what I'm going to say because I know. It's gonna, it's gonna ruffle Theo's feathers. It's gonna ruffle no, you've got to say it. feathers. Yeah, you've you got, got to say it. Doctor Dre is a number one man. Let's not lie now. Is number one. He's not number one. Don't try. Well, you're saying it like that though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Doctor Dre number one. Oh. Doctor Dre is not the best producer in hip hop. This is awkward Dre's because been in errors though, like eighties to now. Yeah. No, but this is awkward because I, I have... 40 years. I, I, I agree with... I mean, the way Sam's delivering it's a bit wild, but uh, I, <laughs> I don't I don't have Dr. Dre as number one. Yeah, yeah I thought you had Kanye I, I don't, as I don't number either. one. I, I don't, don't either. I don't. I don't. I don't. But why not? Uh, why I, I, not? I, we can't. Can't, we're not go. playing any of the music. We're not playing any of their music. We can't. We'll be here all day. No, I think Kanye... I don't know, man. That His music does some time... Some time Oh, I can't even speak. This is what I mean. It does some type of voodoo to you, man. I'm telling you, this beat's just you bang all the time. Can you, you see that behaviour? What is happening? You, you ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. He's crazy for a reason. Like He's he's crazy because he's just a goat. Yeah. We probably do have to put it out of there. There probably is a bit of bias with us because Kanye is kind of our generation. Can't we put him as joint number one? I don't think they are though. I think Kanye no, I is number one. I, th- oh, I think Kanye, I think Kanye uh, is yeah. number one. Now I'm oh, going to yeah. give Dreas props because Kieran's right. And sorry if I'm stealing your what you're going to say, Kieran. But if you think about Dre going from 
or is it World Class Wrecking Crew, mid to late 80s, to NWA, to the G-Funk era with Snoop, to the late 90s with M, into the 2000s with 50 Cent, the game, and then the stuff with Kendrick and Anderson Pack. The longevity is mad. It is, he has gone through the eras and then reinvented himself. And, and Did you say Eminem as well? Yeah, late 90s Eminem. Wow. And, the, the, you know, the, the Chronic 2000 album, the way that, the impact that had. Um, I think he's definitely number two, but Kanye West, man. Kanye West. Bitch, I'm back on my coma. <laughs> oh, man. Kanye's the producer on this list I'm most excited for still as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, because you he's know he's going to produce them. Yeah. He's the only one who's technically made an album that I would say is timeless out of all these people an album that you could give to somebody and be like, this is hip hop and you, they wouldn't be able to go, Oh, okay. It's not. You don't think the others have that. You can't give anybody any one of these albums and be like, this is hip hop. And capture, I'm talking about and capture the whole picture of what it was and what it is and probably what it will continue to be. If you throw my beautiful dark twisted fantasy back in time or forwards in time, it's still going to hold its weight. This is not me saying that these albums are... I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just going to throw some albums out there. So, uh, Clips, Hell Hath No Fury. Dead. Dead. Nah, Sam, come on. Dead. I don't know come if you on. did listen to the recording that? that I put up on the drive the other day. I'd said it before, Clips is dead. Sean kept saying Clips. I was like, forget about Clips, they're dead. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, right. next album, Sean. That's just stumped me. That's stumped me. Because anyway. he's dead. Mad Villainy. Um, we just said it. Like we said it earlier. Mad Villainy. There you go. Mad, yeah. No, no. Mad Villainy is different though. That's a hip hop mm. lover's album. That's, you can't play it to a stranger and say this is hip hop and, and then accept it. See, this okay. this is... Yeah, I agree with okay. Sam with that yeah. one. That is true because mm. we love it because we're proper hip hop. But give that to a stranger? Nah. That... But you give them you give them My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and they're going to find one song and they go, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm. The rock it's people true. have got power. The the pop people have got whatever else is on there. All, all of the lights, the pop... Yeah, all of yeah, the lights. You know I mean? it's, it's, yeah, all in there. it's all yeah. in there, but it's all hip hop. You can't deny that the whole thing is, is hip hop. Would you not argue? All right, no, no, let me just say one more first before I say the next one. What about the early Missy records for Timberland? Weak, man. They're not timeless. Kira they're you. good. They're good, but they're not timeless. <laughs> um, what about. Now, this, this one, I, I mean, those would just be firing out names, but this one I think is, is in, the, in the timeless debate is, is the Chronic 2000, it's 2001. Yeah. Yeah. If you put that on now, if you look, think about what well, think about explosive, explosive, explosive that beat. Still, oh still my Dre. goodness, Jesus! Dre, and the next episode still go off to this day, still go off to this day. <laughs> oh, this beat. He didn't produce this, Scott Storch did. Scott Storch just played the piano. Still doing that shit, Andre? Oh, for sure. 
He's number two for a reason. Oh. This is, they're hard. All these reasons are hard, but. There's a lot of tracks on this album, though. Like, a lot. It's, not, it's not as timeless as. Y'all know me, it's the same OG, but I've been low key. Hated on by most these niggas with no cheese, no deals, and no cheese. Now put that next to oh, this. Oh, Devil in a new dress. Oh, this. Oh, no, you, no, you can't. No, you put that next to this. Jeez. What it's is that sound? What is that sound? <laughs> And then this, modern this art, just modern art. Man. This three track bit here carries the whole album. I love a life is so mad. Yeah. Lost in the world as well. Oh no, but Blame God. Game is amazing. I, 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 you know what? I even joke with Blame Game. If I'm ever Blame, let's play the Blame Game. I love it. Oh, so the song is just brilliant. <laughs> Theo's singing. Cool, that's Theo. how you know it's oh, serious. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, you can't. It's just such a sick album. <laughs> Bitch, I'm back at oh, my Let's not forget Jesus. Oh, so basically, Jesus. yeah, that, that's why Kanye goes at number one for me. Because this album alone, I think it's, I think this will last forever. This yeah, will last forever, it and it, it, it holds it holds mm. enough of what hip hop is and what it could be. Mm. Whereas Dre stuff, it's Dre stuff bangs. It will bang forever, but it doesn't. It doesn't hold the message of what the genre is in the same regard. It's just this gangster is, rap. This is a perfect album, though. Like yeah. 2001 oh, no, album, isn't. Yeah. 2001 a bit too long. A bit of filler tracks. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. a that's the thing as well. I, I feel that's what we have to take into account of all these producers is. Are you able to make a cohesive piece of work? No, for most <laughs> of them. Timberland, yeah. Neptune's, yeah. Rizza, kind of. No, yes, he but... definitely does. Stop that. Yeah. No, Rizza <laughs> what does that mean? Rizza kind, of, Rizza kind of, man. What? He done it like seven times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he was, this, this is what I'm saying. What he did was different back then because it was like he was creating the genre. So mm. it, it all it automatically is cohesive because it's he's he was building on a sound he wasn't create like bringing elements of this and elements of that together he was like this is the sound yeah it is harder now with so many influences i get what you're saying yeah but i, I think the, the like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is probably the bar i think that when you compare most things to it whatever you're comparing kind of loses a bit of its value but i know what you're saying about 2001 Kieran but for a for a long track list it's still a cohesive body mm. of work it's a cinematic body of work it's probably the best mixed record I've ever heard or yep. like one of the best mixed records I've ever heard um if you think about you know the Gangstar albums the the early Woo stuff um you know I'm going through it now Hell Hath No Fury I know Sam don't like it but you know there are they are all cohesive hold on, hold on. who said that who said that who said I don't like that you said it <laughs> oh yeah, I don't like it. I'm not going to play any of it. I'm just going to show you the track list. You can just Nightmares look at it. And just put on Nightmares. Mama, I'm so sorry. It's all dead. Look at it. Look what at it. What look at this. My nigga say I'm Pinoid. They say I'm just Pinoid. I'm having No way. No, you're no. shit. Um, I'm not trying to shit. I, I don't like it. I just never liked this album. I, I never agree. liked clips. 
You don't have to believe me. They've got bangers. <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, they ain't got bangers for me. Uh, okay. Well, well, we've we've got our list. We've got our list. Um, it's quite it's quite predictable. It's quite similar to what I had um, personally when I was looking through it. If I'm honest, it's exactly the um, list I made. Oh really? Yeah. I think I might have swayed people. <laughs> you were uh... that Madlib was a bit higher for me. Yeah, Madlib was a bit higher for me as well. Yeah, but I get it. I do get it. I do get yeah. it. If we take everything into account, I get it. In the process um, of the debate, we did come to realize a few things about ourselves. Yeah, that's true. We 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 yeah. corrected some errors because Timberland and Neptune's had no business being where they were. Yeah, mm. that is. Well, no, it is true. It's very true. Hold on, hold on. Is everybody happy with the final list? That's the real question. Let's discuss this Mad Lib thing because I feel like there's tension. That's why I'm asking. Is everybody happy? (laughs) I would happily swap Diller and Mad Lib, but that's disrespectful. No, um, yeah, I wouldn't go that far because I can't. I can't be looking at Diller at each place. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Disrespectful. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So somebody has to lose. Do you know what I mean? No, I think with the explanations, that's why it's good to talk about it. I think I get why uh, Timberland and Neptunes are above them. I do get it. Um, I just think about the, the some of the... The thing with Madlib is, is yes, he's not on that same commercial, widespread reach thing that we're talking about, but he's made a lot of different music for different artists. He's cre- curated a lot of full-length, top-to-bottom projects for artists. There's a mad range there. And I mean, even like what this month he's bringing out a record with Fortet, one of the, you know, the, the top electronic musicians of, of the, the, you know, the last 20 years. He's just, there's just so much that I feel like he, he's definitely in that genius bracket, Madlib. When you think about his, his you know, his sampling, the, the, the places, the, ins, uh, the influences he draws from. It's just like samples. It's everything's true that you're saying, but like I feel like it can be applied to Timberland and Neptunes anyway. But also, like they've done so much, like Neptunes yeah, yeah. as Pharrell, external to oh. Neptunes as well. And yeah, Timberland yeah. is just yeah. like Timberland's worked with Bjork. Do you know what I mean? Like, none of these, yeah, parts, yeah, So, no, I agree. I, and I, yeah. like I said, I think after talking about it, I, I, I agree why they're above. I think what it is is because we, because we're doing the greatest, like greatest of all time and we're kind of trying to be a bit objective with it it i'm trying to separate my personal affiliation for madly because that's my style of music i'm also an album man whereas don't get me wrong the net we've talking we've spoken about both neptunes and timberland have, have made albums but they're they're very much known for their hits too and madlib is very to me is an album man it's not like i like just blaze is is out and out like i said he's the anthem guy he's just a, he's that that one record, the energy. Whereas Madlib is like, how many people want to do an album with Madlib? Everyone wants to do it. Oh, everyone wants to do an album with Madlib. Do an album with Madlib because he can do a top to bottom project really well. And he does it, he, he, look at what he did for Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs was doing his thing in the, you know, the first part of last decade, but that uh, Pinata changed, you know, put him on a different pedestal. And that wasn't oh. mainstream at all. No, but him, Pinata, um put him on the map, man. The beats on that album are just ridiculous. Like, Thuggies. Oh, thuggies. Oh, don't do no, it. don't do oh, fucking, man. Oh, my goodness. Also, Freddy's bars at this. Somebody war in the West. Oh, this beat is just something else. Somebody. Nigga ain't man no more.
The legend of nigger in color. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Uh. Yeah. For sure. Nigga, you know, you right, yo, yo. A friend, man. Uh. You a real nigga. Yes, yeah, baby. Real nigga. You like shit. Front to the back. Respect, nigga. Uh. Respect. Niggas be like Fred, you ain't never lied. Fuck the rap shit, my gangster be solidified. Still, yeah, I'm sorry, but that fucking sound is new. Do you know what I mean? It's in. That's the thing. Obviously, where we're arguing about timelessness and this, that, and whatever, yeah, Madlib is in that discussion, but he's also been making the same type of beats, just with new kind of materials now. Do you know what I mean? Like, apparently, Madlib makes a lot of his beats on his iPad now. Or is that no ID? One of he made, he made Bandana on an iPad. There you go. Man, that's then. mad. If he, made, yeah. if he made Bandana <laughs> on an iPad, that's mad. That's yeah. mad. It's, it's not, it's not how you think it is. Like, just... It's not like, oh, the iPad is like a crutch. Like, you can, I've got my iPad right here. I could show you some stuff. The, mm. the software is sick, but it's still the fact it's his brain using that software yeah, is man. what makes it bang. If you listen to something like, was it Fake Names or uh, what was one of the singles on there? Oh, what was it called? Ah oh, shit! Forgotten the name now. Crime pays. Yeah, yeah. Those beats to make that on a flipping iPad. I know what you're saying is like there's more you can do with it, but to, to someone like me who doesn't know, I pretty much don't know anything about beat making. To think that he did it off an iPad. When I think an iPad, I think oh, I'll watch Netflix or something. Do you know what I mean? Not I'm gonna make a crazy <laughs> beat like. Fake there's name. limitations, definitely. It's all on mm. one screen, so it's a bit weird. Mm. Uh. That's why like him and Diller as technicians are just they blow my mind really to do as much as they do with. If you look at like, um, this is not a slight, but if you when you see pictures of Dr. Dre, he's got this huge board in front of him. He's got like every sound known to man. There's engineers here and this and that. With these guys, they're just sitting there with an MPC or a or an iPad and making crazy beats. Yeah, it's impressive. It really is impressive. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm not mad. It, you know, excuse the pun. I'm not mad. <laughs> Lib. Yeah. That's a good list. Theo, go for it. Yeah. All right. All right. So at number 10, we had Just Blaze. Number nine, we had No ID. Eight, we had Madlib. Seven, The Neptunes. Six, Timberland. Five, Jay Diller. Four was RZA. Three, DJ Premier. Premo. Two, Dr. Dre. And one, my boy Ye. You Um, has anyone got any other honourable mentions? I've got a few names. Oh yeah, I've got honourable mentions. They were, yeah, but they would have been on this the screen now. They would have been MF Doom or Pete Rock. No, like you can't bring new people in. They might have taken Pete Rock. I'm not gonna lie. What do you mean? What no, you mean? as it no no as in like. When I was making my three to get in the twelve, it was it was a toss up between Pete Rock and someone else. Oh, okay. Who's the someone else? Q-Tip. Ooh. Q-Tip's a strong one. That's a strong one. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna lie, that was hard. So yeah. Yeah. I I want to say this, but this is definitely a, a very controversial one. Metro booming. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. There's three people from the last sort of 10 years or so that I think deserve a mention. Southside? No, I wouldn't have said Southside. Great, he's a great producer, but I wouldn't have said him. Ooh. I would have said uh, Metro Boomin. I'd have said 40. Drake's 40. Oh, yeah. And I would have said Mike Will made it. Those three really, really had an influence over the last 10 years. What about Max Dean as well? 
Yeah, Mike Dean. Mike Dean. Yeah. I think of him more as a musician, though. I know he is a producer, but I think of like his his actual music. Fair enough, actually. Yeah, no, I hear yeah. I hear that. I think he does more of the instrumentation stuff with the guitar and that, yeah. Yeah. And then if you go way back, if you think about people like um Marley Mole, Rick. Oh, Rubin, Marley Mole is a legend. Larry yeah. Smith. Like yeah. these guys, them three there influence all these guys. They paved the don't, way. Yeah, and don't so, don't forget people like Large Professor as well. Large Professor, yeah. Influenced Larry Jay Diller. Smith. Who the heck? What? Larry Smith worked with um Run DMC. Okay, so that's like his main one, yeah. So everyone has one honorable mention. So I'm assuming Theo's is Pete Rock. I might change it to Q Tip actually. Uh, Q Tip then. Sean, what's yours? A uh, bit of a personal one, but organized noise. Mm. I love organized noise. Okay, that documentary Great got producers. you feeling some type of week. Oh man, they did waterfalls as well. Don't forget that. Mine's Metro Boomin because I feel like we there's these are too many old school producers. You got to have. I'm, I'm doing my what I think the future might look like, and it it, it sounds like Metro Boomin. Yeah, I don't know. Like, can we have the same? Because I was actually thinking organized noise as well. Because <laughs> I love Outcast's <laughs> music. It's like I said to Theo earlier, man. Get your own opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> run, run through what we said again. To refresh my memory. I'll pick one. <laughs> Oh god, I can't remember. Q tip, yeah, organized noise. I had, yeah, no, F these ones. I don't want to say any of them. Oh god, what? <laughs> Who's that one? Oh. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying MF Doom still. I'm just gonna stick to wow. I'm just saying, I love his samples. Yeah, fair they enough. Do they do, they do use some weird samples. Yeah, he made, he made. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. Song. It feels weird to say made and not makes. That was weird. Mm. I've not done that yet. Yeah, that was strange. Um, yeah, we should do a greatest rapper producer. That would be a good list. Oh, it's just gonna be Kanye at the top again. So what's the point? Uh, well, <laughs> there's better be rappers. Well, that's one bit of content out the window, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna be Kanye at the top and J Cole at the bottom. I said it. <laughs>